All right, we're back. 20-second countdown. Gets longer every week. Today's special guest is half-dressed Ace Austin. How are we doing, Ace? I'm great. <laughs> yeah, that's looking good. We gotta, we gotta switch that screen around so we can see more Ace. Let me see there. There we go. Now we can see more Ace. All right. Yeah. He hasn't worn a shirt since 1999. Were you born? <laughs> when were you born? You were 97. Born 97, yeah. So <laughs> his mom tried to keep him dressed, but it, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't working. So he does all the interviews shirtless. All right. Well, let's, 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 let's see the guns, man. Let's, let's, let's pop, pop them out there while we're here. There we go. Right there. Look at that. Yeah. Cool. I try to do all, all my appearances shirtless. I mean, yeah, it's in, and uh, um, with a set of abs like that, you do not wear a shirt, Gary. I, I, if I had them, I would, I would definitely show them. Right. I, I, got, I, just, I got one big one. <laughs> hey, you go ahead and take it away, Terry. I'm going to share this stuff, all right? Ace. You know, we've known each other for a while. Actually, you got a victory over me in Impact Wrestling. And uh, um, now, when did you get started in wrestling? What drew you into wrestling? And when did you make your Impact debut? So, um, my family was wrestling fans. Uh, I went to a couple of shows when I was, like, a really, really young kid. And I don't, I don't really have any memories of that. Uh, but uh, I do remember, like, specific instance of kind of falling in love with wrestling when I was watching it on TV uh, when I was like four. I remember seeing Shawn Michaels come off the top rope and that's like my first memory of wrestling is like that Shawn Michaels moment for me. Uh, I think it was actually Shawn Michaels versus RVD uh, on an episode of Raw. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that's kind of what like made up my mind. And then um, I never stopped saying that I was going to be a pro wrestler. Like growing up, that's like just that's what I told my mom. That's what I told anybody that would listen. Always was that I was going to be a wrestler. Uh, I didn't know the wrestling schools existed or anything for a long time. So when I was uh, in like middle school, and they they wanted us to start looking uh, at like potential colleges or something when I was in like eighth grade or whatever, I thought um, I looked up a stunt. I found a stuntman college in California. So I thought like. Maybe stuntman college would be a good idea. So like, I, I kind of looked into that. Um, and then when I was in high school uh, was when I started, was when I found out about like wrestling schools, at, you know, actual wrestling schools. So I started looking into those and I found the Wild Samoans. Uh, but the website that I found was for the one down in Florida, in Mineola. So I started making plans to move to Florida after I graduated high school. I was gonna. Uh, I was working at Hot Topic. I still work at Hot Topic. This I've worked for ten years. Um, yeah, that's that's another that's another. Story. But, uh, You'd be able to get a shirt then. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, Gary, we do not put a shirt oh, on. That's right. Screen. My bad. I like to cover what I he, got. Yeah. He equals ratings. Okay. Austin <laughs> with, with a shirt on. Ratings aren't that good. We got to no. keep him with a shirt off. Yeah, yeah. I feel like knows that. We know that. So. Now we're taking advantage of them. <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're just feeling you for your rating ability. I feel great. Yeah, so um, I started saving up like my paychecks because uh, I was going to move to Florida uh, after I graduated from high school. Uh, I'd been saving for a little over a year when um, 
I was at rehearsal for the musical that year that I was in. I believe it was uh, was either Greece or Titanic. It was either my 11th or 12th grade year. Um, and um, I got a phone call from my boss at Hot Topic, and he was like, hey, uh, somebody just came in here to buy, you know, some, like, accessories to go with their outfit. They said that they're a manager uh, and they train at a school in Allentown, Pennsylvania called Wild Simones. And I was like, hold on a minute. What, what are you talking about? So, you know, they gave me the information and, uh, and uh, I, I found out that there was a school in Allentown, Pennsylvania that Samu ran. So off the one down in Florida, Samu runs the one in Pennsylvania. Um, so that totally changed, you know, everything about my plans. I didn't have to move to Florida anymore. Uh, Allentown was like an hour and 15 minutes from, you know, where I was growing up, uh, in uh, Pennsylvania. So, uh, yeah, so, so I got in touch with them and I started setting up, you know, potential stuff. Uh, I had to do a senior pro. Oh, so it had to be my 12th grade year. It would have had to been the Titanic musical, uh, because I was working on my senior project. And I had to do, to do, I was going to do it on wrestling. And um, that's what the whole conversation was initially about. Uh, I called the school and I talked to Samu and I set up this, uh, had a big show coming up on March 1st of 2014. Uh, and Rafa was coming up to like have his retirement match and stuff like that. And he was going to do a seminar. So um, it was the perfect timing. Uh, so I called the school and I talked to Samu directly and I told him I had to work on this senior project. Uh, I had to do on-site visit. I had to interview people. I had to take a bunch of pictures and there's a whole thing. I had to write a paper on it uh, to graduate. Um, so I told Samu about this. He was like, yeah, yeah, we can help you with that. No problem. I asked him, uh, what age do you start training? Because I'm totally interested. And he said, uh, 17 with parental consent. Uh, so my birthday is February 28th. So I turned 17 the day before March 1st of 2014. So it totally like lined up totally is perfect. It, it could not have worked out better. So I showed up to do my, to get my project done and also sign up for training. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and I trained with uh, Samu for over a year. I wasn't allowed to start wrestling uh, like on shows in Pennsylvania until I was 18. That was like a mission. So, yes, yeah, so I got like a solid year of training in and then um, debuted in April of 2015. Uh, and then um, I, I didn't stick around in one spot for too long. That's kind of been the key to my success so far, I think, uh, constantly moving around. Because uh, I, uh, I spent my first year uh, like as an actual wrestler um, with – Samoan still. And then I started spending some more time out in New Jersey with the CZW dojo, which is where I met uh, all these really successful independent wrestlers. And it's kind of where I started to really learn about independent wrestling was out in the East Coast. Because training with Samu, you're kind of just training with WWE in mind. You're really just trying to work Samu shows and try to get an opportunity with WWE. That's, that's kind of it. Um, so... This, the time I spent with the CZW Dojo was really what opened up my eyes to like all these guys that were traveling the world and getting these opportunities on their own and making their own, you know, their, their own names. And uh, so my goals kind of changed. I didn't just want to wrestle for the WWE anymore. I wanted to, I wanted to be an, a, a pro wrestler. I wanted to, I wanted to travel. I wanted to do. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, get on the road and, uh, you know, hit the different towns and build your name and your character. And then, you know, uh, you know, just that feel the ascension. Yeah. So much more to it. Um, so, yeah. So I spent uh, around a year, year and a half uh, just traveling East Coast, uh, spending more time in New Jersey. Uh, I, I, you know, made some really good friends with CZW uh, guys and uh, I would go to shows with them all up and down the East Coast of New York and North Carolina and uh, everywhere. Uh, and then uh, eventually I started going out to the Midwest with some of those guys too. And that's where I started to meet uh, like, you know, Sammy Callahan. And um, my connection with Sammy is what ended up uh, having me move to Ohio then, you know, later. So after I spent, uh, you know, like a little over a year, Pennsylvania, a little over a year out on the East coast with Jersey and stuff. And then I moved to the Midwest. So, Around uh, three years into my career, I moved to the Midwest, and um, yeah, that was the end of 2017. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah. Then I spent uh, a whole lot of time in the Midwest, started building my name in the Midwest. Wrestling was really hot out there at that point in time in, in 2018. Uh, when 2018 rolled around, that was like the best, uh, the most successful year of like my rookie career. Really, that's when I got an opportunity to do, you know, 205 Live with, uh, with WWE. Um, and that was because of my connection with the Samoans. It was really just like, I got a phone call one day and it was like, hey, WWE's coming to the Midwest. If you want to do extra work, we can hook up. So I said, absolutely. And uh, they hooked up. I got the 205 Live gig. It, ran, it went really well. They were, they were interested in me. And, uh, and then I got an opportunity with MLW like a month after, and, and they were also interested. And meanwhile, the whole time I was, I was living with Sammy and and traveling with Sammy. So Impact was already interested in me before that because I was I was always showing up with Sammy to to do like the Twitch shows and all that stuff. So uh, so I was always around. And then when things started really going well in 2018 is when Impact you know finally made like a, an offer. Um, and I think it had a lot to do with uh, I did a one night only in, uh, in Mississauga. Uh, in Canada, and I wrestled uh, Mr. Atlantis, and it was like the opening match for this like one night only show or whatever. And I remember like after that match was when I feel like Scott was kind of sold on me. So then, uh, and they made me an offer at the end of 2018, and I signed to start in February of 2019. So my first match was um, at the Vegas tapings toward the end of February in 2019. Uh, I don't know the date that it aired. I can't remember the date that it aired. I think it was. I think it was March. In the in the couple of years you were there, I mean, you've you've actually uh, made like a uh, not necessarily a drastic transformation, but you can see how you've grown. Not only your talent, but you know, like your character and you know, and, and uh, you know, your your star power is growing. You can definitely see and feel that. So. Yeah, the first the first like four the first four months were kind of like uh, let's see what let's see what he can do. You know, they had me like work with Petey uh, and, uh, and and do a bunch of exhibition stuff uh, in the first four months, and then you know that's when that's when like Don was really like uh, you know liked what I was doing, and and he um, started kind of doing more stuff with me and helping me uh, just. Yeah, just yeah, develop and create a star power and kind of figure out who I was. And, uh, uh, yeah, I, I'd never been, uh, I, I, I was wrestled as a, as a, 
uh, on the indies beforehand. And then when I came to Impact, it was like, I flip that switch because they wanted a bad guy. So, well, right. I think I think the big question is, did you land the role of Jack Dawson in the play, or what did what did you play in uh, Titanic? So it's actually uh, Jack and Rose are totally made up characters for the movie. Uh, the musical is about what actually happened. Okay, so you play like real people, like real people that were actually on the ship, and like you you tell the whole the whole story as it as it actually happened uh, for the most part. I mean, there, there's always going to be dramatizations for for the show, but um, so, um, I played uh, had two characters. I was. Third officer Herbert Pittman. So I was one of the ship hands in charge of uh, some of the lifeboats and stuff. And uh, and I had uh, some other uh, I had, a, I had a song to myself at the beginning when I was uh, boarding people onto the boat. It was really cool. Uh, and then I played one of the first class passengers named uh, the Major. So I was like this war vet who was the comedic relief. So I was like the only person for the most part in the show when I was playing as the major that was like i was i was making people laugh during these really harsh you know moments uh in the show so oh, that's really cool no is that something you've always wanted to do is that uh acting yeah or? if it was if it wasn't uh for wrestling you know consuming all of my time like if i didn't love wrestling the way that i do uh theater is definitely what i would invest my time in. i wish i had more time for it but but wrestling is way too important to, so like, I, I don't really well you're young here you go. Maybe these doors open. This door open. These doors later on. Oh, it will. More I'm, I'm confident it will. I think so too. I think so too. We got a couple no. questions. I'll oh, go ahead. You want to go ahead? No, no. Go ahead. Greta oh, uh, Doobie said, "Hey guys," uh, and she also wants to know, "Ace, what's your ultimate goal?" I don't know if she means in wrestling or in life or just bodybuilding or whatever it is. Well, I mean, I guess. I mean, ultimately, it's just like to keep uh, moving forward. I'm, I'm, I'm a really forward-oriented kind of person. I, I, I just try to like constantly advance towards something wrestling is always what i wanted to do so when i got there you know uh my goals changed like you know your goals are always kind of changing uh but ultimately yeah i kind of want to be you know i'm trying to be as famous as good old dwayne johnson one day right i want to make some dwayne johnson money there it is (laughs) and i want to say i was the one that helped make you change you know after our match i've seen that that growth and you know it's like strap a strap a rocket on his back send him to the moon so yeah, i wasn't uh, even like take credit yeah i wasn't i wasn't even in that tournament and then and then it was like they did the, the the shamrock got taken out of the tournament so then they put me in and i our our match was uh the first round so like after that is really like picked my momentum up going into slammiversary right. this world champion thing so like yeah that was you're welcome. Just, You're welcome. As long as you invite me on the set for catering, that's all I'm worried about. So. <laughs> hey, Daniel, Daniel Price said, uh, hey, Terry looks a lot like Rhino. So I guess the, I guess the secret's out. Uh, might as well change the name now. No, Rhino doesn't wear a hat. <laughs> right. right. Oh, you got AJ, Joe, and Daniel put a lot of respect on the X Division belt when they were there. Yeah, that's been around for a long time, then, right? The the TNA X Division belt. Yeah, I had uh, uh, my first run was really like it was great. It was a little over six months. Um, I got to do really like a lot of great stuff with it. Um, winning it in uh, 
a, a ladder match for Mountain Glory was like huge for me too, personally, because like I've always been growing up. I was always a fan of the ladder match. I was always a ladder match. I wanted to be a ladder match guy. So like to do that in a ladder match was super special. And uh, I'm. Uh, how do you train for a ladder match? I mean, I know you take, you know, your. How do you train for a ladder match? Is that something you can just go out there and practice, or is that something you just spur of the moment kind of get? Yeah, up? you kind of just have to have a, a lot of like. There's a lot of I trained. I've been training in parkour since I was like a you know young teenager. Something I got really interested in into. So that has a lot to do with like just body control and like uh, it's really like a discipline. It's almost like martial uh, in the ring uh, pretty well and. Um, I can control my body in some really crazy situations. See, uh, uh, just to let you know, a Gary's wife, uh, her idea of parkour is a lot different. She'll run up to Gary and yell parkour and hit him in the face with a frying pan. And then Gary's like, why'd you do that? And she's like, it's parkour. I'm in training. Why are you, why are you, telling, her <laughs> why are you telling my secret? She actually, she's actually on here watching because she just said... <laughs> I'm giving her ideas. Super Very cool, good. positive guy. Such a great wrestler to watch. I imagine she's talking about you, Ace. She's not talking about Terry. Definitely not talking about me. <laughs> Thanks well, for the camera, Ron. Thank you. So, uh, you yeah, well, definitely. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just, uh, I was just saying uh, um, to Ace that we definitely want to get him up here for the wrestling shows we do up here at IWR. So we're gonna probably set a date um, after the May twentieth show. So yeah, we'll have to bring it up. I think you and Troy would be a great match. Um, we're trying to get Tammy up here. Um, you know, Madman Fulton. We've got to got to have him up. So yeah, me and Fulton, me Fulton and Sammy all live like right, right. Yeah, yeah. Ten minutes of each other. So, but yeah, well, uh, I, I think there's so many people that we would have a great match with. Oh, yeah. And then the fans would love to see that. I think him and Rohit would be an awesome match. Oh, yeah. yeah we haven't, uh, we actually were just talking about that at, at tapings the other day. Like, we um, we haven't had a singles match anywhere yet. I mean, Rohit, so. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Gary, you're the first, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, don't, don't put me on the spot. Right, right. Hey, you know what? You can't spell Titanic without TNA. Yeah, that's funny. I, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> we got a lot of questions here. So we can keep going through these if you want. Uh, Rita says she was Margarita Spedden, first class passenger at the Titanic exhibit in Tennessee. That's off. That's, that's so cool. That's amazing. Now, uh, obviously, you've watched the movie. It came yeah. out, I think, the same year you were born. Um, now, what are your thoughts on the movie? Um, and then if they did a movie like that, would you be interested in something like that? Are you more of a romantic kind of guy? What what type of acting would you like to get into? Action, uh, you know, comedy, what? I've, I mean, I've been a superhero uh, fan my whole life, so I've always wanted to play a superhero, particularly in the Batman realm of things, yeah. Batman is uh, my favorite superhero for sure. So I, I always wanted to be in some sort of a Batman movie. I actually uh, almost had the opportunity to do so recently. We, we started filming some stuff, but the project got canceled uh, just uh, the other day. Um, but uh, yeah, um, definitely action stuff for sure. Um, but I, I really want to be capable of, uh, of anything. You know, I want to be able to do 
whatever. But uh, the, I think the, obviously the biggest difference between the the musical and the movie is like the musical is is a lot more you know musical oriented. There's like song and dance numbers as opposed to just like with the movie. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, like I I, didn't, I don't think the I think the movie's great. It's Hollywood, you know. It's a, it's a really good Hollywood rendition of a, a kind of story like that. But uh, but I think putting the focus on two people that didn't actually exist is you know like it, it totally could have been done a little differently. They could have told the real story, you know. Um, but yeah, sure. I mean, there, there could be an opportunity for that still. There's always a I think I see you not as Batman, but as Gambit. Yeah, that's definitely um, your character reminds me a lot of Gambit, anyways. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that, that, it's on purpose now, but it was accidental at first. Um, okay. I want to, I want to try to get into some bow staff training because um, I'd love to be able to uh, do that kind of stuff. The the the, the, the bow staff stuff. Gambit's a superhero, Rhino. Yeah, I had no idea. Thanks, <laughs> man. I actually have. Um, I have two Gambit figures on my shelf over here, uh, and a Mattel figure. Now, who would win out of a fight between? Obviously, Batman's your guy. Batman's my guy. Um, I hate when people say he's not really a superhero, um, yeah. which is full of crap. Uh, yeah, Gary's one of those guys. Why I am still talking? Because I, <laughs> <laughs> I need Gary in my life. Um, no, but um, who do you think would win out of a fight between Spider-Man and uh, Superman? Spider-Man and Superman? Yeah. There's only one right answer, Ace. It's, it's got to be Superman. Yes. Oh! I love Spider-Man, I do, but like, I don't know. Superman would just, do, I, I don't know. That's the end of Terry and Gary's Low Expectations podcast with Ace Austin. I think you guys have been the show today. It's been a fun time. I'm huge Spider-Man. I'm huge. Hey, who won out of, uh, uh, the, in the movie, um, Batman versus uh, Superman? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. No, I mean, like, nobody really won. It was like, uh, they, 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 they and then they joined forces because they, you know, create the Justice League, basically. So it's... Uh, we got a Sean Woolley, who's an, also an, an, an independent wrestler around here. Uh, he also said he, A, you could be a fantastic Red Hood or Nightwing. That'd be sweet. Yeah, Nightwing. Especially if I get the most staff training. You there know? you go. Sweet Nightwing. And you got a bunch of people getting new parts now. Uh, David Matheny, I can see this dude play the part of Weird Cannibal. A Buffalo Bill or something, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I want to be Buffalo Bill. Oh, <laughs> sorry, he meant the X-Force character Cannonball. Okay, so you're you're a you're set. I mean, you got five different characters you can play right there. So we just got Warner yeah. Brothers or whoever it is, and for sure, get on that. Now the cool thing about uh, with Impact is you can audition, and if you can get a role, you know they'll they'll allow you to go do that and then come back. You know, yeah. and that, that's that's a cool thing. So um, definitely, you're really young, so you can. You, you have a lot of opportunities to do that, too. And, you know, always keep wrestling. Because even Cena, you know, he'd go do his films, but he'd also come back. And when the time is right, you know, where you want to do more of that, you know, than, than wrestling, you know. So, that, that's, I mean, you're definitely in a great position, you know, yeah. so, especially yeah. this early in uh, your career. 
Yeah, I've tried really hard to like um, to spend these early years of my career really like pushing forward as as like far and as fast as I can, so that I kind of have a head start. Because I, I want to have those options. I want like I'm only 24 right now, and like I, I make my living on wrestling. You know, I, I have the hot top job still, but it's only because they've never made me choose. They've always like traditionally worked around my schedule and really been supportive of uh, everything I've I've done. And uh, even when like I, I told you, I started in Pennsylvania, so when I moved to Ohio, I transferred stores too. And I uh, kind of changed positions. Uh, I, it was really difficult working at the Hot Topic in Pennsylvania because they needed me as uh, a sales associate, which is typically like more of like a uh, evening, afternoon, you know, high traffic kind of like, you know, I, I got to help people in the store. But that's when I usually wasn't available because of wrestling. So I was always training in the in the afternoon, evening hours, or I was going to shows or whatever. So when I moved to Ohio, they had uh, some some kind of more morning positions uh, available that. Uh, and do different stuff um so yeah they've really like uh they've always been like i said just super supportive and have, they've never the day that they say like hey you got to do the shift or 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 choose well then i'm going to choose wrestling you know and they, so mornings you get more of the grand grandmas coming in buying clothes for their grandkids or uh well I, uh co- with the covid stuff uh, has made it super weird because the mall hours are like really limited now so it's actually made it a lot easier i don't think it should go back to the way it was i don't think the mall needs to be open as long as it used to be in my opinion because like people come in and just and just get shopping done get out it's really like we still we we make the same amount if not more money now than we did when we were open all day and we're spending less obviously to operate the store so like it's yeah, it's really like uh, really flipped it upside down. But um, hot topic CEO Ace Austin. Yeah, I, I, I've actually always, I've always, I've never moved up. Like I've never like been promoted or anything like that. Specifically because I don't want to, I don't want them to need anything more from me than I can give. Right. So I gotta just keep it very like you know. I just, I just show up and do the, just do the, the, the low, the low, the stuff that, that needs to get done. The heavy lifting. I, I get to. I move a lot of the heavy stuff i literally do the heavy lifting like at the store i like move a lot of the heavier boxes up in the loft and like just do a lot of like organization kind of stuff and just cleaning up and whatever um and i get a really sweet discount which is another reason why i have to do it for so long i like we know where to go Gary, when we need our hot topic stuff well my, my kids my kids if i would like it right right well, that's a good thing because it keeps your hand um, involved in business too. Even though you're doing like you know the heavy lifting, you're you know you, it seems like you have a, a business sense to you, and that's very important when you're in the wrestling business, dealing with promoters, dealing with contracts, yeah. you know. And as you climb the ladder, you know you're more knowledgeable about stuff like that, and then you can handle a lot of stuff on your own and talk to and negotiate for yourself too. So. Um, and, and in Hollywood, it, it'll help out, you know. So, and plus, yeah, you're doing people person stuff too. So. I think it's helped a lot with like merch sales. It's really helped me like right. push merch better, like how to make you know make deals with like you know stuff and just like right. yeah, yeah, right. definitely helped me a lot with that. Um, what did Daniel say? Reverse time, so he wins. Um, so the Whatever, Daniel. Don't come in here with that. 
Yeah, yeah, Daniel. What about uh, Doc Brown and his time machine, the DeLorean? Yeah. Michael yeah. J. Fox wins. Yeah, Superman. Well, no. Well, Spider-Man or Batman can Batman can definitely afford a time machine. Go back in time. Tony's fucking building. Smart enough. Yeah. We got I love hot topics. Best place to find my skull clothes. Yes, right. sir. I like to I like to do my pop shop in there. I, I have a I have a pop collection, pop figure. Oh, you collect the Funko Pops? You, 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 you got Funko Pops, Terry? What's that? You got Funko Pops, Terry? I have no idea what that is. <laughs> That's why I asked you. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to sell the last few docks over here at the boat boatyard. <laughs> I watch some History Channel, you know. Yeah. So, but anyway, well, we're getting to about thirty minutes, so. Yeah, I got one of those. That's the Crow Funko Pop signed by James O'Barr. He was at our show. And he'll be at our show this year, too. James O'Barr, creator of the Crow. Want to get that plug in there for the Mineral Pop Fest. Yeah, when is the Mineral Pop Fest, Gary? September 17th and 18th this year. Went to two days. So we can uh, expand for for COVID, for social distancing and stuff. So looking forward to it. We can't wait. We got Doug Jones coming down. He played Abe Sapien. Uh, He's in in Star Trek Discovery right now as Captain Sorrow. Uh, amazing guy. Uh, we got uh, Scott Taylor Compton who played Lori Strode in Halloween's the Rob Zombie Halloween's. She's coming down. We had Tyler Man a couple years ago who was Rob, who was actually hot on Michael Myers, and he was a big hit. My wife couldn't stop. Awesome. Him, so it was pretty awesome. It's a fun show. Yeah. I'm sure I'll send you a poster, a uh, flyer there, Ace, so we can. Uh, All right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if you ever come CEO of Hot Topic, ban the Bucks. <laughs> what are the Bucks? I don't know. Is he talking about the Young Bucks? Is he talking yeah. about? Uh, yeah, okay. definitely talking about the Young Bucks. They got Young. They got clothes there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, AEW has uh, has shirts and hot topics right now. Um, uh, I, I've actually been. I haven't talked to Impact about it yet, but I've been like talking hot topic about essentially try, if Impact is interested, trying to get. That to work. Yeah, that would especially with us working uh, together with uh, AEW and stuff. Um, uh, yeah, I think that would be a, a, a good uh, situation. Now, how are the merchandise sales? Uh, you know, a lot of wrestling fans come in and, and grab the shirts, or do you think wrestling fans are more online uh, for t-shirts? No, they, I get recognized on a, on a pretty regular basis working there. Um, wrestling fans come in pretty frequently. Uh, yeah. Do you have your shirt on or off when you're recognized? Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately on, but they don't recognize me when the shirt's on. So what I got to do is make sure they see the hair, right? I usually wear like a hat or whatever when I'm working. Uh, and right now, since we got to wear the masks, it's really like totally incognito, like hat, shirt, they don't know. Uh, so if I see a wrestling fan, if I see somebody shopping wrestling t-shirts or something, I'll usually take my hat off. <laughs> oh, they'll immediately be like, oh, wait a minute. You're it's basically really wrestling's version of Superman. Then take the yes. <laughs> off. That's yeah, my car can right there. There you go. I bet, I bet they get a kick out of it too. Me, oh yeah, yeah. Always. I would I would go in there and I, what? Well, what really happens, Gary, is someone's like, "You look familiar." He takes the hat off and he takes his shirt off, and they're like, "Hey, Austin, I knew it. I know the nipples." <laughs> right, right. <I> know <laughs> That's funny. All right, you want to start wrapping it up, Gary? Yeah, sure. We, we can do we have any more you want. Do, you, do we have any more questions? Or 
Oh, we got a Doc Brown. Uh, Daniel Price said Doc Brown don't need no roads. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah. Right. Right. We're talk we're about we don't need any roads. May 20th, IWR tickets are on sale right now. Uh, www.purplepath.com backslash IWR4. Uh, we got the main event, our own Rhino versus Larry D from Impact Wrestling. And, uh, we also have uh, Rohit. Ravishing Rohit, as he likes to be called, <laughs> facing uh, Johnny, the Swingman Swinger, with a uh, kick. I think Johnny Bravo will be in uh, Rohit's corner. And who do yep. we got in uh, Johnny Swinger's corner? Big Daddy Dave Paul. Big Daddy Dave Paul. Yeah. Monroe's favorite son next to Gary. Trying to make stuff up. Yeah. So Gary's our Monroe's favorite son. So. I'm, I'm, I'm something here. I don't know about that. <laughs> I was, I just yeah. wrestled in Monroe uh, for TKW a few um, like last month sometime. Okay. Yeah. Probably pretty um, close. That was Monroe County, I'd imagine. I think it was Brownstown, maybe or. Yeah, I don't remember. I think TKO has uh, New Jack coming in at uh, Taylortown this month. Okay. Well, yeah, I think they they run some promotions up around uh, Brownstown area. Yeah. Right next to Monroe. Yeah, I mean, Monroe County. It's, it's all Monroe. We're, Ooh, you know what? Actually, I think it was uh, Monroe, North Carolina that I wrestled in. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did wrestle for TKW in Michigan recently. I'm not sure. I, I can't remember where it was in Michigan. Right, right. Yeah. Close, yeah. Monroe, North Carolina, Michigan. I, mean, <laughs> I just heard Monroe and like. Right, right. Don't you hate that? You're in so many towns. Like you start piecing different towns and states together. Have you ever done that? Have you ever done the rock and roll thing? Hello, Springfield, and you're in like uh, you know. Well, I, so I write down. I write down all my matches. So like, yeah. I, I've wrestled in 26 states, uh, you know, so far, and uh, four countries. So. Nice, nice. Have you ever had that wrestler's dream where you're well, a wrestler's nightmare, where the, your music's playing and you 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 haven't tied your boots and you're not ready? That's happened to me in real life. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it happened to me. Like my, one of my first, like for somewhere within my first like ten matches, I was where I was working for uh, this place in Pittsburgh uh, called like PW Express or something like that. And um, they, uh, yeah, they, I literally had one shoe on, and it was like, oh, your music. Somebody came upstairs and they're like, oh, your music's playing right now. And I was like, well, I, I guess keep playing it because like I'm not, I'm not even dressed yet. <laughs> Right. Put that on repeat. <laughs> Just keep going. Sure. Hey, Sean Woolley said it was Brownstown because he was on that show. He was on that card. Thanks, okay. Sean. Yeah, all right. But all good things got to come to an end. So we're going to end this show with uh, Terry singing us a little song. You're a uh, happy birthday. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to have Ace as a song since he's the theater guy, but I didn't want to put him on the spot. I don't care if I put you on the spot. Right. Hey, uh, where can people find you at, Ace? Uh, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter the same. Uh, it is at the underscore Ace underscore Austin. Um, if you go to either of those social medias, you'll find uh, a link in the bio. That'll take you to everything else. It'll take you to my merch stores. I got PWTs. Uh, uh, my impact merch, my micro brawler just dropped my first figure ever. So that's super exciting. Congratulations. 
Uh, I signed a whole bunch of those uh, just this past weekend to to get shipped out. Um, and uh, yeah, I have a bunch of other uh, I have a bunch of enamel pins and collector cards and all kinds of stuff like that available uh, in that link. Uh, also, my cameo. Uh, if if people want to order cameo from me, I, I like to have them choose a number between one and uh, let's see where am I at now? Six hundred and fifty. Pick a number between one and six hundred and fifty. And I will tell you where I was, who I wrestled, you know, all that. I'll it'll give you the so can you can you get a number and then tell tell people exactly what you were doing that day and who you wrestled? Who me? Yeah. No, but I can tell you I got a crazy awesome memory where if you give me a month and a year, I can tell you what I was doing in my life. Yeah. I could probably know down to yeah, it's really weird. In nine, when were you born in 97? I'm February. Feb yeah, what were you doing in February? Okay. Oh, well, I... Um, Keep it, it clean. Right before, it was right before... I, it was actually going dirty, but it was right before I met this girl. Well, I had knew... I, I known her, and we had just started dating, like, at the end of February, beginning, and she's from Monroe here. And it lasted a little bit into March. It didn't last long, but it was a, it was a good run. I'll tell you, it was a real good run. <laughs> Yeah. So, sometimes I forget <laughs> what you're going to say. Yeah, I could have a child nine months younger than you. I know Junior. It was awesome having you on, Ace. Uh, future superhero, current superhero, Indeed. Ace Austin. Uh, big things coming. I can, I, I can, I can just feel it. Terry, we're out of here. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, all of them. Get your guys get your links, your uploads. Start watching, start subscribing. We'll be back next week with uh, pro wrestler Stan Beal. So, oh yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, another young coming. Should I start getting some older guys? I feel old. Yeah, all these young shirtless dudes running around. Uh, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Put some clothes on. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for coming on. See you later, awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Gun show. Peace out.